Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. And welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast. Richard Hobbs here, and to join me on today's podcast, we've got Stu. Hello. We've got Andy. Oh, yeah. And we've got Adam. Hey, How man. are you? Oh, I'm completely talking. No, you did. I didn't even want to give you a Rudest host ever. I know, I know. See, this is what I'm like when I haven't seen Dave in a while. He's not there to Rain check me in. in. Yeah, that's what I need a bit of that. Literally so, uh, four seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I thought I'd start off. Um, today's show, we'll come to football in a bit because it's been alright the last like week and a half as a Wolves fan. But a bit of pop culture stuff, you know we love it at Wolves, so just a quick round of rooms. So there's been a few quite big things that have happened in film and TV the last three days. So out of four of us, who's seen Avengers Endgame? Mm-hmm. Just Stu. So think. just me and really? Stu. Oh, me you've and been Stu. as well. Okay, know. so we're sort of two out of four. Came, Tomorrow, came tomorrow I think. Tomorrow. Okay. Okay. I'm yeah. not involved in that whatsoever. You're, you're not, not involved. You're Zero not part interest. of that, uh, that Venn diagram with the fan cast, which seems to get very elaborate when it comes to quite nerdy things, we've <laughs> realised. Um, I, I just like... Gradually back into the into the, I go to the background. Yeah. It's like it's on. like it's like me and wrestling. It's just like yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's just, I have literally on. no idea, <laughs> and I'm gonna have to try and blag it in Twitter corner uh, in a, about an hour's time. So that'll be fun. Uh, Game of Thrones. Yes, 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 yes. yes. I'm with, you, I'm with yes. you on that one. Did we all have lots of fun trying to actually see it, or were we all okay? Because I I know I struggled to watch it. It, it wasn't That's as bad as what I've seen on Twitter for some, but it mm. wasn't brilliant until the Red Witch came and just turned the lights on, quite literally. Yeah. The premium illegal download that I had was perfect. Perfect, man. <laughs> Mine was watchable, just, but there was, in some of the battles, it was just a mess of just, just motion on screen, and when the dragon's in the clouds, I was like, I'm sure something's happening here, I'm not quite sure who's attacking who. I, I think it, that was probably the... Uh, artwork or the, the direction more so than the the light because oh, the were bits where there's just so much crap going on uh, it was not impossible to figure out what was going mm-hmm. on and the TV budget after all yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, so my third one is are we all upset on Line of Duty oh. or I was going to say I'm 
Who's, oh, who's feeling it? Right, can I stop, stop you there? Right, I've not watched a single episode of Duty. <sighs> However, I really want to. And I keep seeing all the time, like on the news like websites, yeah. spoiler alert, Dino Duty. I've got to quickly flip past yeah. it because I've got to make a start it's on it. All, it's, all all right. it's all on iPlayer. It's on the same as Pricey. I've got them all ready to go. I just haven't got around to it because I do love Vicky McClure, so I want to watch yeah. it just for her. It is well worth it. You don't even need to say spoilers because every single episode is just brilliant. Yeah, it's just, something happens. In, I can't think of any in five years of it where there's, yeah, there's very rarely one episode where something doesn't happen. Yeah, right. It's next on the list then. I was yeah. say, so I'll forget Will's toughest prisons. I'm going to go with the instead. Is that the Colombian one? Uh, I watched the Philippines one first oh. one. And then I kind of felt asleep and woke up. It was on episode three, and it was in Poland. So I need to I need to backtrack a little bit now and, and go back to episode two. No, oh, no, I'm watching Nine of Duty. I've just, yeah, just I've just fine. planted my flag there. Fine. Yeah, I was gonna say just so I know where to like if I'm gonna if we're gonna end up dropping any cultural references in, just so I'm kind of aware of where we're all at. We'll, I'll try and keep certain ones to a minimum. Keep like, Nine of Duty references to a minimum. Yeah, because yeah. Nine, <laughs> Nine in this room's got the uh, surname H. <laughs> Stew. Oh, this is, this room is the home of culture, after yeah. all. <laughs> um, so, uh, in terms of a couple of nice bits of Wolves news in the uh, last uh, week or so, the I was going to say the reserves. That's not their official name, but it's basically what they are. It's the, uh, the, yeah. the development squad of succeeded in uh, securing promotion to um, Premier League Two. Uh, Went over to uh, play Man United reserves in like the clincher. Were two goals down. Managed to bring it back to three two in the last ten minutes. Yay! The best thing about the whole thing was someone on Twitter. I can't forget the name. A United fan said, "We're even Wolves bitch in the under 23s Yeah. Shall say, "Far we've come." I was say, I mean, I, I know sort of development squad or reserves. It doesn't sort of fulfil the same purpose as it did, you know even a decade ago, but is there any real chance for players who are in that team now are going to make it, I was going to say going to make it into our uh, into our team, but I was going to say almost make it in general. Anything going to be professional football? Yeah, well, I mean, are anything going to like really progress beyond this level? Because you've seen it, it's a very odd standard, if you know what I mean. Like it's not, it's competitive to a certain extent. You could see like how you know chuffed the players were to kind of you know achieve promotion, but I think they probably will go on to have a career in football, just not the Wolves. Yeah. You can't. You just can't. The difficulty you can't is, see, can you under twenty three? If you're like twenty two, twenty three years old, you're at an age that you should be playing first team football. You look at Sterling, for example. Yeah. He's 24, isn't he? Young player of the year. I was going to say, yeah. still young player still of young. the year. <laughs> so he would be eligible for an under-23 team, I believe. But you see how yeah. far ahead they, the, the younger players are now. And if mm. you're not at that standard already, are you going to get there? I think those sort of players will naturally drop into like League 1 and League 2 teams. I mean, the, the hope was Niall Ennis, but that was pre-Foson investment. And his injury. The and, and the injury, yeah. yeah. So and before that, no. And the only player that's done the crossover is, uh, as we found out today, Maximilian Kilman. Yeah. Who uh, <laughs> he's the only one that's doing, you know, being in the first he, team squad. And he's he hasn't played a senior game for Wolves, but he's already a firm fan cast favourite. I think that's fair to say, isn't it? Agreed. Mm. 
With, with a name like that, mandatory squad place yeah. every every game. <laughs> when you look at the ones who played in that Sheffield Wednesday game in the Carabao earlier in the season, with Elliot Watt and Gun yeah. Calvers, and them two look composed and against a decent championship midfield that day as well. Um, but again, they've done nothing since, when was that, September? Yeah. Did, Ron, did Ron Giles play in the yeah. cup game as well? So, I mean, he was probably the only one that's he, actually got a game in the first team lot, He got a lot of pre-season yeah, he got some pre-season actions, didn't he? But, no, I mean, he, he was... did, but then you look, we think, realistically, is he going to get in ahead of Vinagre? Yeah. And, no. I don't think any of them... Or a 15 million pound uh, Johnny. I don't, so, I don't think any of them no. are going to get in no. the first team squad. That's safety in the street. We're going to have to be brutal about it and say I don't think any of them... Well, you can't see any of them getting in no. unless they do something special in a pre-season mm-hmm. tournament or something. It'll be interesting to sort of see how kind of it develops over the next like well three to five years because you know there's been players that say like Sam Winnell who we had at the club mm. for a while and then he you know he dropped pretty much to the bottom of the football league I think with Scunthorpe at the time and then kind of managed to keep on scoring with them and has now progressed himself to be a Championship striker which is where. We were when we released him, and he just talking about development. Actually, you know, playing professional football to then get back up there. Um, I think so, you know, maybe Fosun would like them to get some sort of exposure because they'd like to sell them on. Eventually, mm-hmm. make, mm-hmm. make some money on them. If you're going to like have this little, you know, the, the academy we've got, we churn out you know decent players. But as far as you know, first team action, regular first team action, I can't really. Not in the immediate future, anyway. Not. We might see something. Maybe it'll change. Yeah. You never know. You might see something in the friendlies. But I was going to say, yeah. do you think it would have been different that they'd have probably played in? I was going to say the last couple of games this season. The Fulham games by slightly too soon, but if it wasn't the fact that we're potentially in a title deciding fixture, do you think that they might have played? You say Orion Giles or. You know, at least having well, any on did, the bench. He did last year at Sunderland, didn't he? He gave some of the, not, not even fringe that they were yeah. the, the fringe of the fringe, weren't they? <laughs> it, went, it went well. Mm-hmm. Well, I, th- I think the fans would like to see, you know, the players come through because it keeps that connection, doesn't it, with the with the fans and, mm. um, you know, other big t- other teams bigger than Wolves can, you know, have been have brought through players this season. Like, but just got to make sure that what we're producing mm. is. Yeah. I mean, before we move on to uh, talking about the Watford game, we do have one more bit of news, and it wasn't just Niall Ennis um, securing uh, promotion, but also um, Ben Ashley, uh, Benny Ashley Seal, uh, who scored his first ever senior goal for. <sighs> right, let's try. <laughs> you prepare, don't you? You prepare and you prepare. Uh, but um, Famalicao. Sounds close enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, in a four-one win. So I don't. I think he's not actually played too much uh, for them. But it was a fourth goal in a four-one win. You know, so icing on the cake. Yeah. But you know, so he's picked up his goal-scoring bonus. Yeah, exactly. You get a medal. Yeah, yeah. That's, all, that's all you want, <laughs> isn't it? Uh, so chocolate, chocolate one. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if that's what you got given? <laughs> to be fair, we started thinking my old uh, team, but when our striker scored, uh, you get a Kinder Egg. And then if you got a hat trick, we'd get him an Easter egg. <laughs> Fortunately. So he's got lots of Kinder Egg yeah, toys. Yeah, like Kinder Eggs lined up. Um, so on Saturday, Wolves, I was going to say Path of Redemption, uh, to not be too grandiose. Um, you know, Wolves kind of 
healed some of their Wembley wounds against Watford, uh, scoring a 2-1 win at Vicarage Road uh, with Jimenez and Jota, your double act, uh, getting a goal in between an Andre Gray, Wolverhampton zone, um, scoring as well from a Ryan Bennett uh, error. Stu, you went, I'm assuming? Well, I know you went, actually, what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, we saw the photos. <laughs> in full mask. <laughs> All day long. <laughs> It was. Were there lots of people? Were there lots of people in masks? <laughs> yeah, there were. I mean, I, I did it as a kind of. When I said it at first, as a bit of a kind of a bit of a laugh, and I thought, okay, I'll order that mask, and then I'll put it on Twitter, and then the, the backlash and the outrage that came after. I thought, well, sod you, I'm, I'm going to actually well, do it. Now. I was going to say not not to kind of. I was going to say add too much credence on it. You were you one of the first? You were one of the trendsetters. Would I? Would yeah, you I like to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm an influencer now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, well, I, can, I can see songs about it on my Twitter profile. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just thought the whole thing was a bit. I mean, after what Deanie said at Wembley and all, and Luther Blissett as well, I thought, well, as, you, as someone had mentioned it beforehand, and I thought, well, mm. there's mentioning it, and then there's just doing it. So I just went on eBay that night and just bought one. Well, I bought two because I got Blake one as well. And um, since he's my adopted son, oh, after all. <laughs> and. Um, Blake is a fully grown adult, by the way, yeah. guys. Just, just in case you're wondering, <laughs> he probably doesn't weigh as much. No. Adult, but, um, yeah, so I thought, and then it came, and I thought this is going to be hilarious. So I just put it up and thought, oh, no one will see it. And then just the amount of abuse from so, Watford fans, and then a few other people, and yeah, it just, it just caught on. And there must have been a, a good few hundred people actually did it, and there was yeah. to varying degrees of quality of mask. Yeah, I, I, you could mm. see that some people had uh, gone through more. I said legitimate channels. Yeah, some people looked like they'd gone in their parents' naughty box. Yeah, and there was there were definitely gimp masks there. One hundred percent, they were laced up at the back. I did notice some. There was a low quality control on some of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, definitely. But yeah, I mean, it was a, it was almost it was weird because it was a party atmosphere beforehand as well, and mm. they were their shithousery again. Did it? I was gonna say, did it feel like with, with the masks? The only thing I could kind of related to is do you remember the season where lots of fans went with head bandages on because of Jodie Craddock yeah, yeah his head open Portsmouth that's the one do that as well yeah um, <laughs> of course you I did. <laughs> again kind of going back going looking forward to the Liverpool game because of it being you know a clutch match uh, to use an American sort of bit of terminology for it do, do you think, like, because of the atmosphere is going to be a bit different on that day, almost the fans kind of took to for what for games being that last away game where you say usually fans go in fancy dress, you have a bit more of a, you know, a bit of a carnival atmosphere. It's not that we don't have anything to play for as such, but the shackles are off. I think it was just one of them, th- it was just one of them perfect storm moments where it made sense in the moment to do that as a kind of solidarity for yeah. him. At the same time, stick one up them lot as mm. well. But it was, I mean, you got there and it was a good job because it was absolutely freezing. Yeah. <laughs> you go from the week before and it was in shorts and almost a vest. When, and it was. So, a, sorry, um, hang on. I'm, uh, just to pull it back. Almost a vest. It wanted yeah. to wear his Wall Street, uh, Street saying, vest, I was didn't say, He was we, told not to. I was going to yeah, say, yeah. like, <laughs> sorry, I thought, sorry I, I thought it was an item of clothing where it's like, it's got sleeves, but, you know, <laughs> it, it's coming up. It's one of them women's. T-shirts and not quite sleeves, and yeah. not quite a vest. No, it was it was not quite vest weather. I'll put my normal shirt on, but 
Just to go from that to undershirt, scarf, and wrestling mask to keep yeah. warm. Um, but yeah, the, the game itself was just. It was. I mean, we looked comfortable again, like the Arsenal game. And we after mm. we rode the storm there, and we were taking the piss out of them. It was the same. Watford didn't look anywhere near as good as they did at Wembley. Yeah, it's quite surprising because the few times that we have seen Watford this season, they have really got into us and really upset. So you'd think being at Vicarage Road, mm. the, the same would be true, that really we'd be on the back foot for a fair bit of the game, but it didn't seem to pan that way. Yeah, it didn't seem like... I, I don't know whether it's the fact that they are in a cup final, it's the fact that they were at home as well. So like our tactics tend to work better when we're playing away from home mm. because we can rely on being a bit more counter-attacking and a bit more defensive, whereas we don't tend to get that opportunity mm. at home as much against similar opposition. Um, so I, I, I'd be interested to sort of hear from, I was going to say a Watford fan or whatever, their view on how they play at home usually, because they did seem yeah. to sort of... You know, you say they really disrupted our rhythm both times we've played them already this season. So the only times that I've seen them has been, was it, I think, against Spurs, they were at home. Mm. And was it Man United at home was on TV? Yeah. yeah. I, I think I've seen those two games, and they have been a team in both of those who haven't sat back, you know, they've, they've yeah. gone in and ruffled feathers. But that's only two games out of 19 that we're playing, so it's difficult to really to know judge what they're, um, they're like. It was almost like with other evil ringleader there, they... But, yeah, they were just not. They just didn't seem at it. And I mean, at, at no time did I think we were going to give a goal away. It was, yeah, and really we shouldn't. It was just one of them. But I was going to say I've got my own. I've got my own thought on that. Where we'll uh, come to it. But uh, first, we'll just we'll just cover Jimenez's goal because I don't think enough has been made about how brilliant Neves was for that goal. It was excellent, wasn't it? Yeah. Like I've watched that just that bit back a few times to figure you know, out how he's managed to keep that alive. Yeah. Like the, the only way I can describe it, it, it was almost like in a set piece in Game of Thrones where like you know, they were just <laughs> hacking away, just you know, they weren't getting past him. Because yeah. I've I've seen Neves enough times now that he does like a yellow card. <laughs> and like Watford loved to get on the break and it would have been the easiest thing for him to have done is just to leave a leg Haul them down, take the book in, and gain back. You know, mm. yeah, but he knew that, that there was something to be won there. Yeah, it wasn't a case of let's stop them. It was let's get something out of this. Mm. I think, and, and that was the difference. And you know, the the, the ability to pick a pass out to uh, Yotta as well. Mm. Like, you know, the goal almost. If you watch Wolves warm up, they basically try. They, that's all they do in the warm up. It yeah. is like a bit of a third man run, but it's not the ball out wide. Cut back inside, and somebody will be there. And you know, Jimenez. It was almost the perfect. Uh, you know, it's the easiest goal he's probably scored this year. Yeah, journey on the spot. Um, it's just one of the You got to be in the right place at the right time. And he was. And bringing it back to masks, were you a bit gutted that there was a mix-up, quote unquote, I, uh, you're supposed to have? I, I think he's. You know, it's probably put a stop to that, really. Yeah. yeah. For me, uh, for me, I think that. Um, I probably would have advised against the mask, but only because if we hadn't gone on to win the game, it would have never heard the end of it. If we'd have, if we'd have pulled lost the last game against, yeah. well, well, not yeah. exactly lost, just like you know, if we didn't go on and win, everyone would have been. Um, he just wouldn't have lived it down, really. So he says the bench forgot to give it mm-hmm. to him. I reckon the bench said, uh, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll bring it out, but then let's just not, you know, it's probably best if we just don't give it him. I mean, it's, it's not as if though he went running over to the bench either to ask no. for it. No, so, I mean, that, that was, you know, it was probably too early. 
It was only half an hour in, and yeah. I, 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 you know, it, you, you just got that nightmare scenario of him doing it yeah. again, and then we don't go on and win the game. If but I mean, holding the back of the shirt, it was enough. Yeah, I was, was going to say that was enough. That was enough. Just, just turned his back to the fans, made sure they could see his name. That was perfect. Yeah. Um. Now, with Watford's goal, I was trying to look back on this, and Wolves under Nuno have been a pretty. Which I think best way to describe it, you know, our ability to play out from the back and the confidence that they've played with it has been almost unparalleled as a, you know, seeing it from other teams uh, throughout sort of my time watching Wolves anyway. That is the first time I can think that we've made a direct mistake from trying to, you know, from that philosophy. Can you guys think of any of them in the last two years? I assume where... Neves did one last season and we got away with it. Yeah. There's a few where you've sure Moran seen... did one and got away <laughs> with it. You've seen a few players who've possibly overworked the ball and it's, you know, the opposition have nicked the ball away. But it's not very often that it results in a goal. That's the first one that I can really remember where we've ended up conceding. But at the same time, though, with that system... You've got to take it because it'll happen eventually. Yeah. And I think that was the, that was the difference as well because when we, because as per usual we couldn't get any signal on the ground. So uh, when I was having a look through Twitter later on, and it was people slagging off Bennett, and I thought, no one in the ground, no, two thousand no. people in there, not one person moaned once. It was like oh, a few sighties, but there was no <clears> oh <throat> fuck off Bennett, all the usual nonsense. There was none of that because it's just one of them things. He just didn't see. Him. That, that, well, all that came online, didn't it? Yeah. And mm. it, it bugs me, to be honest, because obviously his, like, his sister started replying to stuff on, on Twitter and everything that all Wolves fans slagged him, slagged him off. And I think, I, again, it's just exhibit number 87 like of how fans just love to jump on something negative. Mm. I mean, even after the game, a lot of all the online was, um, postings yeah. and everything was all, oh, we need to get by a better defender, by a better defender. And... and that may be the case, but you know, what's the why? Why of all the things you could talk about, you know, we're in seventh, brilliant, won the game, excellent. But now everyone's just like homing in on this one negative thing. But you know, Bennett was at the end of the mistake, but you can trace back to the root cause, like you say, all the, the mm-hmm. passing tight spaces which cause a mistake. And I just don't think. I mean, obviously it panned out all right, but I just wish we wouldn't focus so much on the negative so, yeah. all the time. Yeah. And realistically, I can probably remember more times from Cody and Bolly where they've either made a misplaced pass yeah. or you know tried to turn and got caught in possession than Bennett. That's probably the only one I can really think yeah. of for Bennett. He generally is fairly reliable. Yeah, I think that that's sort of the the, the biggest disappointment. I think you kind of touched upon it with the social media aspect. It's that you've seen Bennett make a mistake online. Therefore, I can abuse mm. him, or you know, I can humiliate mm. him, or whatever. Mm. Whereas, actually, if you're at the game, you see, well, you know, it, it happens. Like I say, it's the first time it's happened in two years. I remember when we got uh, Jacket's first season back in the championship, and McDonald did a couple of those mm. in the sp- and like they were really guilty of it for like a weird like <clears throat> half a dozen games in a row where. We we just weren't getting that sort of stuff right, and we were just happy like squaring it across our own box. And you know, I think it. I think I think you need you need I think you need a bit a bit of context here regarding Bennett because I mean, 
it was a free transfer, initially bought as a squad player in the Championship, never mind the Premier League, mm. right? And he's surpassed everyone's expectations to go on to be a regular starter yeah. in the Premier League. And let's be honest, he's not really put a foot wrong. Because in the context of what we expected of him, he's mm. been brilliant. And I'm, I really I really like Benny, and I think he's such a, a great defender to have. And all right, he's probably not the best with the ball at his feet. When he gets the ball, he generally just goes down the line, doesn't it? Mm. But... He's doing his job brilliantly, and yeah. like, like, I say, it's almost a shame it happened to him. Because if it was Bolly, you ju- you genuinely just brush it off and yeah. be like, no one would have said shit. No, no. Um, you know, if it was Cody, that way, captain leader, LA, 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 and you just carry on. But it's like, well, it's almost the opposite. It's like we don't value him probably highly enough because he was a free transfer. Mm. Even if we'd spent money on him, we'd have probably gone okay, maybe. But it's almost like you say. We can't get past the fact that we got him for nothing and he's done so. Yeah. In like, a team full of he, international he's superstars. He's repaid his, you know... Mm. The, the zero transfer <laughs> <Yeah. transfer> fee. <laughs> like, it's, just, it's just like an, unfa- it's just an unfashionable... Yeah. Yeah. It's an unfashionable defender. You've got the Bolly, brilliant, and Cody, yeah, like you say, captain. But you've got Bennett, or Bennett, well, he's, he's an easy target and he's easy pickings for anything mm-hmm. negative. He's a tall, awkward-looking, likes Oasis, shirt tucked in. Is, is you think, oh, well, he's obviously... He's, he looks like he's from the north, but he's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's just it's like the whole. I mean, no one even mentioned that but that brilliant crossfield pass against mm. Arsenal that he did. Yeah, and where not, he turned into Bennett Bauer. Yeah, no, I mean, if Cody had done that, oh yeah, but no one, there was no stirring at all. It was just like, yeah. oh, okay, and then people realised it was him, and it was like, but it was the same with Patricio and the, the myth of the kicking thing, where the amount of times. Cody would mm. put it for oh, Doherty yeah. mm. and it'd go out of play. No one say a word. And Patricia would do it yeah. once. Oh, well, get, I mean, get rid of yeah. I was going to say, I've been fairly vocal. Matt Murray kicking. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've been fairly vocal about my thoughts about you know, Cody's form sort of second half of the season. Mm. and don't think he's played tremendously well in a lot of games. Um, similar with, you know, Patricio, I, to be fair, I think he's, it's helped him having Donk on the pitch as well. Because all his kicks do tend to go out to the right where he aims for Doherty. The fact he's got someone an extra five yards in Woods who can win a header seems to have kind of helped him. Mm. Like it's yeah, given him, it's given him a bit of leeway rather than it's you know it, I'm, there's a chance I'm going to hook it. But I mean, he's, in the last six weeks he's been superb. Yeah, he's been absolutely brilliant. I mean, even that interview that he came out with and said that mm. he's, he didn't expect the the style of playing how he's learnt more this season than he has for mm. years he's what 30 31 years old yeah so I mean, he seems to be I, it's a hard one to judge but I, he's just positionally like he never seems like he's having to overstretch himself and he almost doesn't necessarily need to kind of constantly making wonder saves because he sees it yeah he and reads the game fantastically yeah. well he reminds me a bit of when Van der Sar came over and went to Fulham yeah. in the first mm. year, and the second year he was just he was superb for the next mm. four or five years, yeah. and then when he was at United as well. And I think you'll see more of the best of Patricio next season onwards because he's, yeah. he's, he's just gone from strength to strength. You see it a lot in, in keepers who've come to England from Portugal, Spain, mm. more so than your ones who've played in Italy, possibly. Yeah. Um, I, it just must be the way that the English play the game. It mm. is different to there, so he has had to. I think that's probably why he's learnt more because mm. it is a different it, game. Yeah. It's quite awkward because something I sort of saw in uh, Nuno last year, and I thought it was because of Rudy, but it's not. But Wolves don't tend to pass it back to their goalkeeper a lot. 
We like to keep the ball mm. outfield, if you know, yeah. and try and keep it almost as high up the pitch as possible. Mm. So, you know, it'll go to Cody, but he won't tend to pass it back to Patricio, even if it's just going to go out wide. They'll try and keep it high, and, you know, that's different. Yeah. Whereas when you watch Man City, they use their keeper as yeah, a link to get the up. ball somewhere else. Um, yeah. Same with Liverpool and that. Even, even watching them and hoping that it's going to go in and that Alisson's going to drop one. Mm. It's just, you think, why put yourself under that pressure? There's no need for it. Yeah. You've got 10, ten yeah. outfield players to pass the ball to. If you do that, you're either going to be passing the ball 10 yards, so you're still going to be deep in your own half, or you're going to be tossing it into the mixer 50 50 mm. if you're going to actually win it. So, yeah. what's the point? Well, speaking of, you know, putting in the mixer, um, well, Not- second goal. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was genuinely, I was trying to work out how. It's a nice segue. Yeah. Lump it. Just, I mean, yeah, so Neves kind of just lumped it forwards. As you know, he does. A, a yeah. four, uh, you know, raking 45 lump straight to the uh, on Don't forget Jota. there was that gust of wind. And that gust of wind just dragged it away from ooh, 1-0 uh, Ajax as... As per recording, I love it when this happens. You'd think we'd just be focused on one thing and one thing only. See, we can we, multitask exactly. Um, yeah, so Ben Foster's a massive dick, isn't he? I mean, I'll, I'll talk about a goal, but let's be honest. We, we always knew that Ben Foster was a prick. I mean, why does he have to keep bringing up a match seven years ago with a club he doesn't play for? Who he left voluntarily? What a fucking yeah. idiot. <laughs> And then a- actively sorted out to leave. Let's, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, you know, it kind of similar to Dini in his pre-match sort of um, his pre-match match day program. Oh yeah, so his yeah. little uh, piece in there. You know, like I get it. He stood by what he said. Um, you know, I, I, I've got a certain thing about you know people who say, well, I've got you know, I'm opinionated, so I'm going to give my opinion. You've got to respect it. That doesn't mean you have to be a massive dick, mm. and yeah. you know, like I think he kind of ate a bit of humble pie, Dean, in terms of how he sort of phrased phrased it coming back. Um, but Ben Foster apparently just seems to want to double down on it, yeah. which I thought was a you know an interesting tactic, and you know it, it's it's an embarrassing sight. No one, um, no one interviewed uh, Bennett as far as we're aware after the game and asked him about his mistake. But mm. Foster had to go out and he had to front it as, you know, senior member in that team. Um, but it was awful goalkeeping and really good striking play. So, <laughs> to be fair, he, let's be honest, he, he knew what he was doing in that post-match interview. He could, yeah. You know, mm. just to deflect away from the mistake itself, he'll just go, I'll just, I might as well just go in hard and just say, yeah, but it wasn't a, a raking crossfield p- precision pass. Yeah, he, just, he just lumped it. And the wind, basically, just gives something to talk about. You know, it's just, it's just, he knows what he's doing. I now. love that. There's that newspaper where they've done it, the, the the cartoon of <laughs> Neves, and they've shown the direction of the ball and Jota running in, and him in no man's land, like describing in detail and showing stick figures of where they are. I think that's such a piss take. Mm. It's great though. I mean, he's, if he's going to give it out on social media, he's going to expect he, it back tenfold, and he did get yeah. it tenfold back, <laughs> yeah. including from myself oh, as he, well. Yeah. Listen, anything, even even if I, I put something on Twitter, and even I, I didn't tag Fox or anything like that at all, but someone else just did the honours beneath. Yeah. Someone yeah. just commented so, with so Ben Foster. Like, I was going to say, like, <laughs> I, I do find it a bit edifying. You know, you're going to criticise someone online, and you, you know, I'm tagging for being bad. But I've got a lot of respect for Sol just backing you up, just be like, yeah, have a look, see, see, see. Um, 
overall kind of impressions of the game then, I think it, it felt like, I don't know, I was going to say we very much deserved it, we'd earned it. Um, against Brighton, we toiled and got nothing to show for it. Against Arsenal, we, you know, we executed the game plan, and you know it was the first time in twenty nine years we'd managed to do that. And then coming against Watford, who I was going to say the fact we lost against them twice this season, they're a bit of a bogey team for us, mm-hmm. but they seem to have had our card marked. Has this guy just added an extra, you know, feather into a cap of? Um, you know, Wolves' is kind of season and Rain and Nuno. Well, I think their silly little games of playing K Saratara over the Tannoy at full time. Yeah. I think, well, you just showed yourself what, what a bell end you are. And they were all singing from Wembley and stuff, as you'd expect. But you don't expect the club itself to do that. And you think, well, we've just stuck one on you. Mm. After all the taunting and all the all the gamesmanship and all the stuff for Foster and whatever. And they've still gone and done that. And I thought, we didn't even know about that in the, at the time. It was only later on. But when Jota scored, it was more okay. It was more satisfying than beating Arsenal for the first time in our lifetime. Yeah, <laughs> for me. Well, for, there was. I mean, the fact that I've got an ankle brace on now because <laughs> I, I, I left so high and then landed <laughs> funny. Um, to be fair, you think it's a convict, but again, you know, you know what the clubs do when they do when they play the case for. Yeah, it, it's, 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 com- it's coming from a club who put that tweet out as well. Yeah. Which is massively backfired on them. About, they still have deleted. About getting <laughs> yeah. into Europe. Well, damage, damage is done now, isn't it? No, po- no point deleting it now. But have they actually um, deleted it? No. No. I went down there the timeline and found it that way. I mean, I'd got a screenshot anyway, waiting for it to happen. There's no no point deleting it now because everyone's enough people have sort of saw it. It was just a stupid tweet. But I mean, think they had like a discussion about it at the club and maybe like put it to a vote. Or a referendum about whether they should take it down or not. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they had a vote, then they'd need a second one there, wouldn't they? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I was trying to make such an awkward pause there. It's like shoehorn in a Brexit analogy. Um, overall, uh, who would be your Prosecco Wolves man of the match? I mean, I was going to say, into, we haven't even could really use who played well but it seemed like just everyone put in a, you know a, a minimum 7 out of 10 even Bennett was, think, was yeah. good the, the thing about Bennett as soon as from the kick off after that cock up as soon as he got the ball mm. he, he was straight back, back on it again yeah. back in focus no, no hiding no oh, don't give it me for a bit he was back into it straight away and just well forget it it's one of them um, it's, it's interesting you say that even Bennett play well because I think like I said, I mean, I'll, I'll back him up anyway. I think he plays well. He plays well all the time anyway. Yeah. For me, yeah. I, I don't. It's not. It's not a weakness or no, anything. No, but I mean, like it's in, in like, terms of like you know, you look at player ratings and you know, it would have been really easy to like knock two off for a bit. Yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll get a mark. He'll get a mark down for that. You know, it seemed, it seemed like actually, you know, if you, if you take away the mistake that led to a goal, um, yeah. but it seems to you know, like it, it was still like a, a really accomplished. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think like Stu said with Bennett as well, the few times when he does, when he makes a bad pass or something like that, he's not one who, who isn't going to do it, he's going to have another go. <laughs> sorry, sorry, we got distracted R- by a cat. R- Richard's been stared at by cats from outside the window. Death stare. But as far as, um, as, far as Man on the Match goes, um, probably mine is player who... 
tip the balance to give us three points. My Prosecco goes to Ben Foster. So, cheers, Ben. You look like you've been on the Prosecco. He's <laughs> <laughs> jotted by an absolute mile. Andy? Um, Neves. I, yeah. I think he's been proper hit and miss all season. But I think against Arsenal, he took the uh, the initiative to the ball by the horns. I think he did the same against Watford. Mm-hmm. When he's on it, the team ticks so much better. I would give my I would give my Prosecco to Richard Stephen because hair of the dog. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he is still hanging right now. He's alive. He tweeted. He's alive. he's alive. He's fine. I seen one today when he was headbutting a, lo- a lampshade. <laughs> Love it. Because let's be honest, like footballers are held in you know incredibly high regard, but at the end of the day, they're all human. Most of them are just young, primarily working class men and you know what I've celebrated things pretty hard and you know there's not exactly been much on the line like <laughs> you know I think about like how Drinko let's say got you know let's say getting into university or you know a- anything like that or just being Tuesday night or just being a Thursday <laughs> night and whatever um, Chris Wilder was at it wasn't he yeah like <laughs> I, I, I did see him a bit on, on Sky Sports News where you just had him and a clearly quite drunk uh, Billy Sharp and like just zoomed out and all you just see it was Chris Wilder like with a beer in his hand it's like start chanting it's like yeah I've got a lot of respect for that um, sort of level of celebration but I was going to say on slightly more civil notes we'll be coming back to talk about the Fulham game after this Before we go any further, if you're looking for... I have actually found my little script, by the way, in case you're wondering, guys. <laughs> uh, we, it's not like we don't know this off by heart. But we should know this off by we heart. Should, really. We should at this point, because they are really great sponsors. They're really great guys. Um, it, but if you're looking for a new logo or any other um, sort of bits of marketing, go check out our long-term partners, Pixel Yeti Media. Uh, they're not just web dev- designers. They did a great job on ours, but they massively diverse uh, portfolio in terms of what they do so websites brochures signage marketing logo they do it all so check them out at pixelyetimedia.com on saturday wolves will be facing um already already relegated uh fulham they seem to have now you know done that lovely thing which probably gripes most fans that now that they're relegated they seem to be winning games um, you know, but it's only Cardiff and fuck them. So yeah. <laughs> um, they did beat fraud. No, they the, 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 the fraud. They did the fraud. Eddie Howe, um, English fraud. The English, the, fraud. The, the, the English Marco Silva, who is the uh, original fraud in. Uh, um, yeah. So yeah, the weekend they beat Cardiff one 0 thanks to a pretty spectacular Ryan Barbel goal, who is still. Playing. Still playing. <laughs> I'm sure he's not even 30 or something ridiculous. Yeah, he's, really? he's a lot older. Yeah. I thought he was like 37 or something. I thought he was. Have I massively just got his age wrong? It's because that, that ridiculous red hair. Yeah, yeah. It, takes, it takes five years off you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, well, when, he took over, when he took over Park, I think he lost his first five and then they've gone on a three game winning streak now. I was going to say, is he just, doing just a, in time uh, for us, Just in time for us. He's 32. By the way, oh, okay, there you go. Now, I thought he was older than that, to be honest. Yeah. Seems to have been around forever. He does. Mm. He's one of them, though. Like, I think he must. He came through Ajax quite yeah. young. And like, it, is, it is such a cliche, you know, when, this, when they're already down, they're always the start, the start playing. Because you think, well, wh- why? What, what, 
Yeah, that, that little R next to name on the league table suddenly makes you twenty percent, thirty percent better player. There's no pressure, so you don't need to. And I, I think it's, it's sometimes weird. I think it's such a cliche, but I mean it does fit. Since they get relegated, <laughs> they have won three games. You can't you can't get away from that. But for us, again, it's a test of bottom six team coming to Molyneux. Yeah. If they do what most te- bottom six teams have done this year and put ten men behind the ball, then invariably we will. Yeah, it's a struggle to break it down. difficult, yeah, to break it down. But, I mean, defensively, sort of they don't look great. So if they were to put everyone back, I think we would probably still get something. Plus, that is the worst from. keeper I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> awful. He had a world in that day against Cardiff. He had about four yeah, or five. true. Him. I mean, they were straight at him. Um, <laughs> but he was, yeah, he's... It's a worldy boy, he's standing. Yeah. He's a worldy boy, but the fact that he's not asleep. <laughs> I mean, I was going to say, a lot has been made about how much Fulham spent in the summer and, frankly, how much they've just sort of pissed up the wall. Mm. Um, my question isn't as much, you know, who do we... I was going to say, who do we rate? But is there anyone in that team who you'd like to see Wolves go after in the summer? Babel. So that's probably it. And that, 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 Even that, I'm not convinced about it. No. I can't think bearing in mind he's a 32 yeah. year old <laughs> didn't, didn't forget but he's he's gone he's gone to Fulham so he's not mm. and he looks like the one who's actually tried to be fair to him since he's been there since January I think it was mm. yeah, he's, um, yeah but the rest of it they're just chances mm. you know, they're bought there by the owner's son rather than the manager which was the problem in the first place so <laughs> well would you um, look at someone that's like um, Big Mitro Earlier in the season, I'm like, oh, okay. I've always liked Mitchell. Yeah, yeah. I've I, think he's, he's I think he probably is bottom half of the Premier League quality. Mm. Um, and he never really did it at Newcastle, but I know Newcastle is something of a joke club. Yeah. So because I think my fear in the, I, you know, we're just chatting about it at work about who Wolves can go after in the summer. I know we'll kind of touch upon it in Twitter corner in a little bit, but. We're almost at a point where a lot of his squad is at a sort of even keel. Yeah. So, you know, we're looking at who you'd bring <coughs> in. You know, signing that first 11 kind of probably has to come out. And, you know, I've kind of given my thoughts about whether we think we need sort of a, a number 10, so to speak, or more of an attacking midfielder. But then you're going to likely lose someone like Dendonka or Martinho or, mm-hmm. you know, Neves, let's say. Or do you go, uh, you know, I think... There's going to be a lot of question marks in the summer about who we go after. Um, personally, I think if we're going at... There's not been in either the two relegated clubs already in Fulham and Huddersfield, and to be honest, in Cardiff and Brighton, whoever you, one of them will go down. There's not really been a stand, any like decent players. Because like, even when Wolves went down, actually people would see we had a few half-decent players mm. and the likes of Jarvis and Fletcher who were... Good players in a crap team. Let's mm. be honest. And um, there's usually there's usually a couple. It's usually goalkeepers because they have a lot of work to do when they've got crap defenders in front of them. But like, no one can tell me that um, Huddersfield's keeper is any good. Um, Rico for Fulham. He's only on loan anyway. Yeah, not very good. Don't particularly rate um, Neil Etheridge for Cardiff. I think he's a good shot stopper, and that's it. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, there's no one who's really kind of. 
Yeah, it's not what would make a mark on the Premier It doesn't feel like there's no one who's kind of getting 12 goals and it's like just dragging them through or they don't... We've been down this road before and we're just going by buying players off relegated teams and it's not really served well. Fletcher was all right, but then Mm. like Johnsons of the world, you know, buying buying players off relegated teams isn't always... There's a reason they're in a relegated team. Well, there is. yeah, that's part of the reason and and obviously you think, oh, well, we can get them for cheaper because Mm. they've gone down. Yeah. But... But I would like trying to, to build think... a, a top half Premier League team with relegated players. Yeah, I would like to work. think that our sights are set a bit higher than poaching someone from Fulham <laughs> or Huddersfield. Yeah. You know, with all due respect, not really. I think we, I think we'd probably be setting our transfer sights a bit higher. I would, I would, well, I would yeah. say, and I would say. Anyway. I'd be surprised if we signed anyone from an English club. If I'm perfectly honest, yeah. it's not really the way we've been going, is it? It's always yeah, been. I think... Foreign players coming in to, to make a name for themselves. I'm not going to be happy till we have 11th Portuguese players <laughs> in their starting lineup. And Fusca. Just for Dan. He's busy, alright? Yeah, I believe so. He's on the plane. Still he speaks the same language. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, at the moment. Potato, potato, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> I was going to say, at the moment, well, it doesn't really change because we're all on 36 <clears> games, but we'll have two games left of the season. We're on 54 points with three clear of Leicester, who are on 51. But they do have a slightly better goal difference. We've got two, they've got uh, four. Where do we think Wolves are going to end up? Seventh. Um, seventh. Do we reckon we're going to secure... Are we going to finish seventh in the race for seventh? Yeah. I, th- I think we'll beat, we'll beat Fulham. Um, and then it doesn't really matter what happens yeah. at Liverpool, to be honest. I mean, Leicester have got two. Leicester have got Le- Chelsea, Chelsea, games. Man City, Chelsea and City. Is it last game? Yeah. yeah. So, They've got Man City first and then Chelsea oh, last it? game. Okay. And then. Yeah. Uh, it if the top four still available, Chelsea are obviously going to be going for it. City, well, we, we know their position. So. I mean, yeah. Everton, who are on uh, 50 points, have got Burnley at home and Spurs away. Uh, then you're looking at Watford as well. So, you know, we're. I, I'm trying to. Can't be bothered to go back through, to be honest, um, for our sort of initial podcast predictions. But all the ma- all the matters is we're nearly oh. there. All that is a hefty nosebleed. <laughs> Some uh, I mean, all that matters really is that um, we are. Sorry, can I just just make that <laughs> perfectly clear on the recording because I'm not planning on editing it. Um, isn't nose? It, it, it is on this first game. I think it's the is top one square in the face. <laughs> Um. But yeah, all that matters really, and all that we need to care about is that we just beat Fulham, and then it doesn't matter. Yeah. But anything yeah. else, I mean, there's no point looking at all the permutations. Just, just beat so Fulham. If, have, if we don't beat Fulham, we don't deserve to. Be yeah. Seven. After all the stuff, <laughs> yeah. and the fact that I don't think they will sit back us. What's the point? Um, we're yeah. so much better than them, and, the, and the, the way that we've responded to the the Wembley stuff with Arsenal and against Watford on Saturday, I think I know I said we were going to smash them, but <laughs> I think that. They're there for a good three at least, and I said on the fir- on the first one I said eighth, mm. sixty points, sixty points is still available. Well, there you but, go. Mm-hmm. And it beating Liverpool on the last day to ruin their whole lives. Oh, that, 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 <laughs> I mean that that would be enjoyable. Let's be honest. Um, Especially with Scouse fans paying like three grand yeah. to get yeah. a ticket to see the away end. I mean, I, I I can't wait, and it wasn't just because we you know we were. Kind of championing him earlier, you know. No player has drilled past Virgil Van Dijk this season. Has he had to come up against Ryan Bennett in a one-on-one though yet? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Um, what are we feeling on for the team on Saturday? Do you think we'll go for 
you know, a bit of a second string, a bit more of the kind of the youth and verve with the likes of Fanagra probably playing wing back and Triore coming in, or do you reckon he's going to stick with? I was going to say the, the A team. He'll stick with the same team. I don't know. I think it's a tough choice because I do. I, I want to see Vanagra get more game time, but Johnny, I think had a little bit of a dip, but then I think he played all right against Arsenal. He did mm. quite well on the weekend, but I would like to see Vanagra get some game time. Yeah. Yeah, I think you give it the A team, and but give them more than just ten minutes. If you're yeah. gonna switch mm. it up, and hopefully we're two or three up by then anyway. Just bring Triore and and Vinegar on and switch it up that way. So give them an equal game time. If you mean them, them two are not gonna play at Anfield, are they? So no. But at the same time, you can't. There's no point rotating at this time, this point of the season anyway. So if they are gonna get game time, give them more than twenty minutes. Mm. Or seven minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, predictions for Saturday? 4 0, Wolves. 4 0. Yeah. We're going for the standard Ben scoreline today. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've got. Other three. Three and incredibly comfortable. Three within like the first half an hour and then just. Yeah, just. Pass in. Give. Pass it? Yeah. <laughs> Three. I'm tempted to give him a goal or not. No, fuck him. Three nil. <laughs> you know, I was I, I was going to give him a goal, but I can't. Don't want to. Nah. So we'll go. <laughs> I'll go three nil as well. Uh, let us know your predictions on Twitter at WWFC Fancast. Now, guys, should we just do what we all probably been waiting for for most of the day and do Dan's quiz? I think we should. Yes. Yeah. Right. Big thanks to our um, brother in arms and fellow Fancastian Dan for doing the quiz as per. Play along at home as you do. It is. He sent it to me earlier today. It's pretty much yeah. It, it, it's what you'd expect at this point if you've not been kind of catching <laughs> on to how Dan likes to do quizzes and how his mind works. So, we'll do what we've done before. Uh, we don't have the whiteboards available because uh, Dave's got them. Um, we don't need whiteboards. We don't, we don't need whiteboards because we've got notes. So, I don't actually know how many points there to play for, but we'll kind of we'll work out as we go along. I think he was eight, wasn't he? He said eight earlier. Eight. So. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense because the first one you can get two points. Right. So, so you, know, you know that Dave's got the whiteboard should we just mention something else as well yeah <laughs> probably um, yeah you'll have probably noticed um, <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably just cover it over uh, yeah you'll have probably noticed in the last sort of uh, four weeks that either I've been uh, presenting or Andy's been uh, covering as well with our noble leader uh, Dave not being gone uh, but he's, uh, him and his uh, wife have had a lovely baby girl so congratulations Dave um should we do a quiz now, though? <laughs> this year, I'm, 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 I'm psyched to this. This has got me through the day. Um, sorry, Dave, it's quiz sorry, time. Sorry, Dave. <laughs> he understands. <laughs> We've all given up enough to be a part of this show. <laughs> well, I'm going uh, to pen, pen mine up. Look on this oh, one. Okay. I'm going to use text. Well, I'm going to pen it up. Brush. Okay. Yeah, brush. So, question one. Wolves beat Fulham 3-0 19 years ago today. Uh, with goals from Alan Nielsen, Kevin Muscat and Scott Taylor. But name our two strikers who started that day. Mm. So, yeah, two points. So what year was this? Right, 19 years ago today, so it would have been, what, 2000? 2000. So it would have been 99-2000 season. Hmm. 
believe we might have been playing under Colin Lee. <laughs> I don't know why I'm just yeah, adding, that's what I was thinking. Just adding in uh adding in extra stuff for you while still while you think of two strikers. Right. I'm not gonna spend too much time over it, I'm just gonna I was gonna say this is a we're not quite on a fire round, but you know, go go with you. Can you, make, can you make that out? <laughs> okay. Flo and uh, have our flow and Robert Taylor. Okay. That's who I've gone for. Oh, <laughs> we've got to be right then. We've yeah. got to be right. <laughs> if we're not right, then the quiz is wrong. That's it. Yeah. So you're not. Plus, fresh. We, we know that Dan likes a Harvard flow question. So I went. I went for. Stay tuned. He's, he's, gone, for, he's, gone, he's gone for mixer. He's gone for mixer. Who have you no. gone for? I think, I think I'm, I'm the year eight here. I went for Branch and Akinbai. Wow. Steve. I was going to say someone's got two points. <laughs> it's, not <us. laughs> it's not two people. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, Adi Akinbayo and Michael Brandon. Oh, oh, that well, is a tremendous shout. Boo! <laughs> 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 okay, uh, question two. He's won the quiz already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> back there. No, don't worry. Don't, don't, don't worry. Okay. Wolverhampton and Fulham both share within their name the word ham. <laughs> <laughs> but what was the buyout clause uh, Wolf's trigger decided Adam Ham Hill from Barnsley mm. so basically how much did um, Adam oh, Hill cost Christ. Wolves right I'm going to again straight in there with that okay mine's locked in as they say in some quiz show that I've forgotten that one with um they said that when we kill Roy Silk, but that's not right at all. I said, let's be careful where we go. That's some sort of UKIP share. Andy, right? no, no, I've got for 1.1 million. Okay. <laughs> and we've got for 1.25, and Price has got 500,000. It was 500,000. Wow. So on 2 on 0. That's, that's two points, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Sure. Okay, uh, question three. We've mentioned him already. Which former Fulham manager sold Havard Flow to Wolves in 1999? Oh. <laughs> Which former Fulham manager? Yeah. Sold, sold Havard Flow to Wolves. Oh, God. Mm. 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 Um. Fulham manager, manager in 1999, not a clue. I did actually have someone uh, send me a direct message saying that he tends to get um, pretty much all the answers in Dan's quiz. And <laughs> mm, we'll see. We'll see. I think, I think his manager only started, I quite I got this wrong, but, no, it's, I, but I'm still going to go with it. I'm weighing up between two. <laughs> okay. Right, I've gone for Jean Ticana. Lovely throwback. I've gone for a. Oh, Keggy Keegan. Oh, that was he moved between those two. Keegan and Keegan. Stupid. I thought that this this was going on one of these weird ones that it wasn't. Was it Fulham manager at the time? No. Yeah. Um. The the weird, the spectacled, crazy man. Have you got a name? I've drawn you a little picture. You got a <laughs> Felix McGat. Yes, it was Felix McGat. <laughs> what he's own? Yeah, no. It's, I was going to say, it's a classic, classic Dan Bates. Yeah, I've got in his mind now. Yeah. I don't know what's more scary. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, recently retired due to injury, lonely for both Wolves and Fulham. 
how old is Emmanuel Frimpong currently? That's just for a year, you know, we'll not be in a stickler for months. How old is he now? Yeah. Well, I'm just going to, I'm, no point, I'm just going to go in straight in with yeah. that. Yeah, I've got quite one. easy. So we've got the 31 from Price, we've 26. got 26, and we've got 31. It's actually 27. Oh, I know. Oh. Fortunately, it isn't enough nearest one works, but... Right. <laughs> Harsh. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> Needless, Rich, but uh, fair enough. Stick the stick a bit in there. Okay, this is this is where we. Uh, this can separate the men for the boys. Yeah, now. this is this is where you you know this is where you earn your wage here. <laughs> right, former Fulham and Wolves midfielder Jamie O'Hara appeared on Celebrity Big Brother in 2017. But can you name which celebrity won that year's show? Well, well Steve's going to know this for sure, <laughs> isn't he? Um, I've got the, no one, on, the one that he was on I'm presuming because there's yeah. two a year yeah I'm sure it's the one he was on <sighs> I might as well have just put a pass in for this one he came he, he was in the final as well he was really annoying I think so it wasn't Jamie O'Brien I was going to say was he likeable at all or? Yeah, well people felt sorry for him they didn't know what a what there's a medicine now what a despicable man he is um, so people fell for the sub story, oh. and I think he got. He, I think he got fifth. Okay. Um, I mean, I feel like we've stalled enough for time, though. Mm. Just have we got any ideas, guys? Um, I mean, I can. I'm sitting next to Price, and I can see his nuts. And it is literally <laughs> at this point. I think he's going to put Davison Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to put Nasty Nick Bateman down for all I know. <laughs> That's a throwback. Uh, you were writing messages. Do <laughs> 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 uh, you know what? For, Here was me worrying about the title of our show. <laughs> for the purposes of time, I'm going to stick with the blank. Because right. I, I don't know. Yeah. I've said Charlotte Crosby. I think that's a thing. Okay. That is a thing. Yeah. It's a life form. Was it? I, I had a feeling it was the couple, but I don't think that's right. Okay. It was Colleen Nolan. Oh. Obviously. She was awful as well. Not she was chance. there. All... <laughs> she she made me more mad than him. You know that because she's moaning and bitching all the time. Don't start him off. Don't start <laughs> him off. <laughs> next question quickly. All right, next question. Uh, Fulham once owned by Egyptian businessman Mohammed Al Fayed, but can you name the last professional club for Mohammed Kamra uh, played for in 2010 <laughs> <laughs> or hmm. Super Mo Kamra to give him his correct title? <sighs> I'm sure he said this on the pod, oh God, thing of the week and all. Uh. That's a heartbeat collectively around the room, by the way, guys. So the, the heartbeat from Nightmare. <laughs> Which Nightmare Live is actually very good. It's excellent. I was only thinking the day. That we haven't been back to see that. No. I thought they would have done it all. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh. So at the moment, I believe we're still on a 2-1-0. Three. You're on three. Oh, so you're yeah, three. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I'm just putting in a random, that random team. Toronto. I've just gone for the, I, just, I can't thought it might have gone to MLS. I don't think he has. But. Stu? Preston. Queen of South. Queen of the South. It was Torquay. 
Oh, well, you were nearly with, there. Well, with, uh, began with a T. Yeah. You were nearly uh, there. Weird, weird thing about that as well. There were Torquay fans in that pub in St Albans because they were playing St Albans on oh, Saturday. Okay. It was the first time they've ever won anything in the whole, whole yeah. history. Oh. The uh, National League North South title. Mm-hmm. Thanks, that's Stu. Good, to, good to know. <laughs> good to know. Doesn't get your point, <laughs> but <laughs> but it will be in the quiz next year. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the last one before the tiebreaker, which we're going to have anyway. Um, former Fulham and Wolves midfielder Sulky Young, um, whilst <laughs> whilst um, at Andalek was nominated for the 2002 Ballon d'Or awards, but received no votes. Who won the Ballon d'Or that year? <laughs> so who basically who won the Ballon d'Or in 2002? Hmm. Right. So we're locked in. Locking my yeah. Stu. Zidane. Food van Nistelrooy. I've gone for Kaka. It was the original of Ronaldo. Oh, After the oh. World Cup in 2002. Of course. Before he believed. Yeah. Should have known. Okay, we got, uh, we got, a t- we got two Tiger Break questions, actually. Uh, so, firstly, um, how many pints did Richard Stearman drink uh, <laughs> over the weekend? <laughs> yeah, that's genuinely on there, by the way. Um, the real one, though, is regarding Richard Stearman, fan- friend of a fan cast. Well, hasten to add just to you know increase our ego. Um, I don't think any of you were there. I don't actually know if any of you were part of the fancast at that point. But when we did his uh, fancast player for season award, which as a small segue, you can actually vote for this year's. If you go onto our website, there's a couple of great blogs on there. Uh, I think I've done one on Matinho, Stu's done one on Jimenez, and Andy's one will be dropping uh, this week as well on Doherty. Make sure you cast your votes for one of those three because they might have to awkwardly receive a fancast <laughs> T-shirt. Um, but yeah, when we did Steers, he introduced, uh, he actually introduced himself to us as Hi, I'm Steers, <laughs> which I thought was quite a <laughs> surreal thing. Like, it's a course. Of, I'm going, Hi, I'm Hobbs. <laughs> yeah. um, and plus I like the fact that he would assume that he didn't know who he was yeah like, I mean to be fair I thought that was actually really quite a genuine mm. like good thing to do so you know, you know introducing yourself like you would mm. do sort of any kind of stranger but you know, fair, <laughs> fair play to him do you think so. if Matinho wins it will have to go through uh, Mr Mendes to, to, uh, to get I to I would him. not mind that <laughs> would he get like a tenth of a t-shirt though probably, probably yeah I, frankly I'd we'll get, get a scene. To be honest, I'd buy Mendes's own one just so we can get that <laughs> conversation going. Um, but the actual uh, question regarding uh, Steers is how many League and Cup games did Richard Stearman make for Wolves and Fulham over all his spells? Mm. I'll give you the nearest answer wins. So Stu's already won uh, with his 3 1 0. But. <laughs> If you fancy sort of flexing the guns, if I was feeling really awkward, I've said this one counts double, but I won't because it ruins dance quizzes. Um, hmm. I think he went. He went to fun, but he barely played, did he? Mm. Uh, okay, locked. Locked in. Andy, yeah, I'll let you go first because I don't think I've gone to you first yet. Three hundred and two. 
Three oh two. Okay. I just went two forty. Two forty. Two twelve. Two twelve. Okay. So the correct answer was two eight five, which I think means Andy gets the point. Yeah. Seventeen out. So Seventeen yeah. out. Well, that's pretty good going. Oh, well done. Let us know. So let us know how you get along at home. Dan has a lot of fun doing these. We probably have genuinely more fun <laughs> trying to decipher them. Um, but before we wrap it up for today, as so we've now hit the hour mark, uh, we'll let you get back to it. Should we have a bit of Twitter corner? So, da ba da da. First <laughs> up, is it? Got a jingle. Yeah, yeah that, is, that, is the, uh, that is the new one, as I bring in with three episodes left of the season. Um, Alex Moore, uh, fan cast zone, favourite boy band of the 90s slash early noughties? Anything. Oh. Easy. Backstreet's back. I was going to say, like, I feel like someone now needs to go for Backstreet Boys. I want to I go think... Backstreet Boys then, just because. It's one of these things. you're wrong. <laughs> you think, heck, when the, when the songs come on, you know the words to every single one of them. So going to say five, isn't um, it? You know I'm going to say five. <laughs> You're going to say five. Let's, let's, let's have it out. Go on, five Steve. all day long. <laughs> I actually saw uh, Abs came to uh, Aberystwyth, literally, I was going to say by himself, but it was like a student <laughs> union one, but it was literally just branded as, it's Abs, abs from five. five. It was about as cringeworthy as you can imagine. I think, because I used to get to an under-18 nightclub when I was like 14, and I'm sure they were there the ones. Is that the one by Strikers? No, it's uh, one in over by Merry Hill Shopping Centre. It used to be called Millennium. It was horrific. of course it was. <laughs> yeah, and uh, <laughs> Bewitched were there as well. <gasps> they were supposed to be at the one that I went to, the one by Strikers, and they, they pulled out because Sailor V came out the week before. Uh, they were it was actually just famous. before Sailor V. So yeah, just saw them before they were famous, and no, they're not. Fair enough. Right. Um, Connor asks, uh, could you beat Claire Bolting in an arm wrestle? <laughs> you, oh, you've got to be careful what you say. <laughs> I was say, just a simple yes or no. Absolutely no way. No, no chance. She would dominate yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> Andy backs himself. I'll do it, it's fine. Andy backs himself, right. Um, we are covering short on time, but um, uh, Kim Kimbo? Uh, I think that's where he goes by on here. Um, thoughts on Firefly Funhouse? I love it. it it's a wrestling thing. For, I, I, for I you assumed, two who are looking completely blank. I'd assume so. Yeah. No, love it. It's it's bizarre and it embraces the absurdity of professional wrestling. <laughs> we, so it's very much We have been having a lot of debates about wrestling in the fancast group chat recently. <laughs> As always. So, uh, but we'll, we'll always give it a mention because it's, you know, it's quite, it's still a very high profile thing. Um... It will be on Saturday. Sin Cara he- is here. Yes, well, I'll wait, I'll wait till he's here. Right. It's not that I'm doubting it, just... They are about to start their European tour, so there is a, a chance. Uh, the t- Do you reckon it was already planned before Laurie sent out that uh, message? Probably. If Not, not to, um, yeah. Mm. Not, not... You're saying that something to do with wrestling's fake? <laughs> I'm not saying Wolves are just a mass marketing machine who are really on top of their social media um, let's see who have we got up next uh, which of uh, this is from Matt King uh, which of the current squad would make the best gladiator in the 90s TV show Gladiators this is a very 90s heavy uh, Twitter corner no, and I for one living it it's obviously going to be Dharma isn't it so <laughs> it's going to be like yeah. 
Adama with the the, uh, the, the, the pugil stick thing. Yeah, that one. I was thinking Bolly or Bennett because Bennett's got his shoulders. I oh, so brought. Um, I still you you wouldn't beat Adama yeah. up a travelator, would you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, those stories. Yeah. Well, I reckon Cody'd be good on the wall. I reckon he'd uh, hunt people down on there. Yeah. Mm. Of course. I'd say Scrappy. I would yeah. say Jota, chiefly because I'd fancy him to win in literally any level of like yeah. physical. Jota in the ball one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's the same thing. That exact same mm. thing. Bolly be good on the gauntlet because we're getting past him, aren't yeah. you? Really? No, not getting past him. And then I'm trying to think of one that Matinho would be good at. Hang tough <laughs> because he's like he's slight he's and he'll tactical. be able to fly across yeah. the rings, wouldn't mm. he? I, I remember that. <laughs> What's the one with the winning balls? Oh. I can't remember what it was called. Just smash into mm. each other. In Hang Tough, we um, think about a '90s reference. When we were at primary school, when this this was on, we for one year we had to move to an old school while the the as was being refurbed, and it mm. was like from the '60s. It was really shitty, and it's gone now. But at, at in, um, dinner time, the one day we all went in the toilets, and there were old pipes in there. And we legitimately played hang tough for <laughs> half an hour until the pipes broke <laughs> and the water started pissing down on us. Let's find another skill to move to. Yeah, we got in a bit of trouble. And what a perfect way to end this week's show. Thank you all for listening. I don't know. <laughs> if you're still with us. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you've managed to sort of keep on with us. Uh, yeah, big thanks as always. Uh, make sure you keep up with us on all our social media for... Any of your wolves, lols, and trolls, we're at WWFC Fancast on Twitter. You can find us pretty much on everything else by just typing in Wolves Fancast. Uh, we'll be back next week, hopefully after the Jackson Derby. Um, I was going to try and shoehorn back in earlier. I've just remembered it. Okay, oh shit! Yeah, because yeah, yeah. we got it took me a minute. We've got Tito. They had Michael. Uh, I nearly said something libelous then. Yeah, <laughs> I know we've done so so well to make it through the show, guys. Um, but yeah, um, we've yeah, got we'll the, we've got the one that didn't have a monkey. <laughs> so uh, this week it's goodbye from Stu. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> Why would I say anything yeah. badly? It's goodbye from Andy. See ya. It's goodbye from Price. Auger. And it's goodbye <laughs> from me. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs>